Hey, y'all, it's Jonesy, the host of Weird AF News. I should probably clear my throat before I do this announcement. Uh, <clears throat> I just want to say thank you to all the people who have emailed me uh, over the past day or two. I want to read some of these emails. I thought I'd take a moment to do so. First one's from Kelsey, Kelsey Nugent, who's super sweet. She uh, emailed me about the crying closet, and she says she's now ashamed to have went to the University of Utah. <laughs> she also kind of tried to clear up my whole... Um, because I was having a hard time wrapping my head around someone could be pregnant for six months and not know it. And she said, uh, the girl was an idiot for not knowing she's pregnant. But I wanted to point out that some birth control like the IUD can make you not get a period, but it's still possible to get pregnant. So it could easily be missed if the damn birth control failed because you don't get a period anyway. Scary shit. And then she wrote, oh, and I fucking love you, man. That's what I want to hear, guys. I, I fucking love you, man. That's what I want to hear. That's the best part of an email you could send me. She said, I listen to you every morning when I'm getting ready to work. Certainly makes me less depressed about my boring life. Great way to start the day. Congrats on your big milestone. Keep them coming. Thank you, Kelsey. That is lovely. That stuff makes me smile. As far as not knowing you're pregnant, I mean, I understand you don't get your period sometimes. Uh, on those, uh, Although I have to be honest, I, every woman that I know that was on birth control Oh, actually, no, these, those IUDs, you're right, the period doesn't come. But still, there's other, <laughs> there's other side effects of being pregnant, like something moving inside you, um, <laughs> being extra hungry, not liking the taste of cigarettes or alcohol. There's all sorts of things that happen to you when you're, when you're prego. So, I mean, I don't know, I still don't understand how someone could not know. Uh, also, uh, Christina sent me an email. Uh, she is the producer of the Seeking Plum podcast, and uh, she wished me a happy belated birthday from a fellow April baby. Yay! Awesome. She also sent me uh, an article about a link to the breasts in public, <laughs> which is like a thing, apparently. I'm going to have to look into the breasts in public link. Thank you so much. Also, Stormy Brown sent me a message about the mechanophilia story, <clears throat> and... um she sent me a link to share more about mechanophilia, um, a story back in the 90s about a girl who had to be surgically removed from the stick shift of her car after she decided she needed to fornicate with it. Wow, that's kind of crazy. I uh, can't wait to read about that. <laughs> she also left me with a nice little loving note at the end. She, want, she said, I want to just say to you, thank you. I have depression, and it's been one huge black cloud of shit lately. I chanced upon your podcast thing when I was... Gifted a Google Home Mini. You're truly not missing much, she said, as far as the Google Home Mini. <laughs> she says, you're hilarious and I have the same humor. Uh, you are hilarious and have the same humor I do about things. And listening has truly helped pull me out of my funk. I look forward to listening to your show in the mornings. Take care. Thank you, Stormy, so much. It's, uh, I'm so happy to able to lift your spirits any way that I can. And uh, same goes for all of you. Um, hey, that's what we're here to make each other laugh, support each other. And weird AF news, I hope fills one of that uh, one of those needs for you. Yeah, yeah. You want some weird shit, and you want to laugh a little bit in the morning. This is I'm your guy. I'm your guy. So please, if you want to send me an email, I'd love to hear from you guys. Funnyjones at gmail com. Also, you can call in. My number is six four six four five zero twenty twelve. All right. I also got a, a a call in. So let's listen to that and then get into some stories. Jonesy, what's up? It's your audible boo thing, Amber Smiles. Jones coming at you from the professionally silly station here in Anchor. I just finished 
listening to your latest broadcast, and that shit was hilarious. I, 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 I gotta say, having sex with machines, uh, I, I gotta say, if I were a guy, I don't think I want to put my member near anything that that hard or pointy or dangerous or that can run over my dick. It just doesn't seem like a good or safe idea. <laughs> That's just me, man. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> oh, and I know exactly how you feel about those fucking helicopters. Man, living in L.A., those sons of bitches are up there all day, every day, trying to broadcast, trying to film. I got to wait for that shit. Police sirens everywhere. L.A. is dangerous, man. This is bullshit. It's a horrible place to film if you don't have your own, like, studio. You know what I mean? <laughs> oh, by the way, Beyonce. Kangaroos are all hopped up on carrots and attacking tourists. I don't know what's in these carrots. They're making them all messed up. I want to try these carrots. <laughs> these meth carrots that they're on. They are the cute and cuddly icons of Australia. But kangaroos are viciously attacking people at a popular tourist spot. And an addiction to carrots is to blame. There are people getting kicked and scratched at least every day, one tourist said. <laughs> Oh, man, there's a photo of a tourist with a... Wow, she's got a serious cut along the side of her face. It's got to be a foot long. My goodness. What are in these carrots? How are they... It's a carrot addiction? Well, all right, fine. But, I mean, rabbits are also addicted to carrots, but rabbits aren't attacking people. There's got to be some sort of, like, rabies going on in, in Australian kangaroo circles. Every week, thousands of people flock to the unlikely tourist destination of Morissette Hospital in southern Lake Macquarie, or Macquarie, where big mobs of kangaroos can always be found on the grassy slopes. Wee! Let's go play with the kangaroos, kids! Come on, Johnny! But, Mom, do I need to wear a mask or a helmet? Nah, they're just kangaroos, Johnny! <laughs> Give them a carrot! Whoosh! Ah! <laughs> it's less than a two-hour train ride from Sydney, and the travel blogs promise adorable wild kangaroos that are, quote, tame enough to get close to and take selfies with. Oh, guys, let's go take selfies with these rabid kangaroos. But too many tourists are dangling a carrot to get the perfect selfie. The kangaroos see at least 2,000 tourists a week, and they don't need 2,000 carrots or bananas and bread, chips, and biscuits, someone said. This person, the same person said, I've even seen some silly people feeding them McDonald's, KFC, corn chips, oats, and there are some foods that they are very aggressive over. What's that, McDonald's? Oh, boy. One guy, Mr. Lewis, has made a business out of shuttling people from the Morissette train station to the kangaroos on that green grass, but he wants more done to prevent people from feeding them in general. He said he did his best to educate people and warn them of the dangers over and over again for the past eight months, um, and he has been collecting photos of injured tourists to help get the message across on social media. He said, oh my goodness, this guy's got a gouge out of the side of his stomach. He looks like he was bit by a shark. What the hell? Do these things have fangs? What is going on here? My goodness. Oh, it looks like, a, it looks like he got a piece of his stomach just bitten out. Oh my God. Anyways, Mr. Lewis says, once I show the people the photos, they usually pull their kids away and put their food away when they know what can actually happen. There was a guy who got his stomach gashed open and he wasn't even feeding them, but... They had been to McDonald's 10 minutes before, so whether they still had a food smell on them, I have no idea. But for some reason, the kangaroos really took to him. <laughs> oh, my. oh my god, look at this shoulder. This person's a whole chunk taken out of their shoulder. These kangaroos are awful. I don't know what's... Oh, man. I remember uh, as, as a kid, there was like a Looney Tune cartoon with a kangaroo that was a, a boxer. 
and it was like a boxing kangaroo. And as far as I've seen, that's the only violent kangaroo I've ever seen. And um, I, I wasn't even convinced that kangaroos were violent even after seeing that cartoon. I'm like, oh, that's probably just an exaggeration. Kangaroos don't attack people. They certainly don't box people. They certainly don't take a chunk out of their stomach for no reason, just because you had McDonald's five minutes earlier. But apparently this is what happens. Carrots are as bad as chocolate. According to the experts, the kangaroos have most likely lost their fear of people. They've grown hungrier for, for the unnatural food that's being delivered to them. If they see a carrot and they've been fed a carrot a hundred times before by a tourist, then they're going to come up and just take the carrot, said an animal keeper. And in doing so, they can be quite aggressive. They can kick, they can scratch with their front paws and do quite a bit of damage, especially when they're trying to get foods that they really like or that they're addicted to. And if you thought a carrot was healthier for a kangaroo than junk food, think again. They're both just as bad in different ways, carrots and junk food. Oh, man, I didn't know this. They're not supposed to have these carrots. Oh, what's going on? Do not feed the ruse. Don't feed the ruse, guys. Don't feed them. Mr. Lewis has called for more signs that say, don't feed the roos all over the place. Do not feed the kangaroos. <laughs> kangaroos are undomesticated animals that can cause injury. Feeding human foods is detrimental to kangaroos' health. Is this, a, this is like a combination Australian-English accent. This is terrible. Wow. Any of you guys living in Australia? Any of my fellow weirdos living in Australia? Because I want to know if you've uh, encountered these aggressive kangaroos. And um, if you have children, keep them away. I mean... What I just saw a kangaroo do to this guy's stomach, I mean, if they did that to a child's face, they just ripped the whole face off. I mean, that's not a good thing. Not a good thing at all. Crazy kangaroos. Well, it's weird AF news. What the hell did you expect? <laughs> Here's a story out of Detroit that's pretty weird. The police are cracking down on citywide paintball wars. Paintball between the citizens is happening all over the streets of Detroit, it seems. Stepped-up police enforcement is planned this weekend in Detroit to stop a social media publicized citywide paintball war that, so far, has resulted in six arrests and left an unmarked patrol car splattered. Chief James Craig referred Friday to the running battle along city streets as paint up, guns down, and said organizers are pitching it as an alternative to gun and other violence. If you want to work with us and stop the violence, there are a number of things we can do together, but having paintball wars across the city is not the way to do it, said Officer Craig during a news conference. Yes, he's right. You don't. <laughs> this paint up guns down is well-intentioned, but completely misguided, he says. So this is, their, this is their, like, hey guys, don't shoot each other in Detroit with real guns. Use, uh, why don't we use paintballs instead? Well, yeah, well, you can still take someone's eye out with a paintball gun. I mean, if I'm walking down the street and I'm not wearing goggles and you hit me in, an eye, in the eye with a paintball gun, I could lose an eye, all right? If I'm not participating in the paintball gun, uh, gun off, however you want to call it, the paint up, guns down movement, and th therefore I'm not wearing the proper equipment on the streets of Detroit, then I am totally like... Um, at, the, at, at the mercy of being hit in the face with a paintball or in the balls or, or in the penis or someplace where I could, it could do irreparable damage to me. So this is not a good idea. I don't know who came up with this. Bad Detroit. Bad. On Wednesday, a 22-year-old was arrested when nearly a dozen paintballs struck Captain Daryl Peterson's vehicle. The paintballs rained on the police car after Patterson turned on its emergency lights when he saw about 50 people with paintball guns shooting at each other in the streets. <laughs> 22-year-old uh, Devon Williams was arraigned Friday on assault and propelling an object at a vehicle. 
both misdemeanors. He faces a trial, blah, blah, blah. Well, he, sh- he shot up a cop car. This is crazy. Five other people were arrested, with four being ticketed for disorderly conduct. No injuries have been reported yet. Mmm, my goodness. Well, this is crazy. Any of you guys living in Detroit? Have you come across this? <laughs> the other thing is, uh, the cops say, with armed citizens, police officers, when confronted with someone with a replica weapon or in this case, a paintball gun that could look like a real gun, they may make the mistake of thinking it's a real firearm and feel threatened, and we know what can happen then. Yeah, that's true, too. I mean, I don't know about you, but the, have you paid attention? The cops are shooting people, whether the, when, when they think someone has a gun or not. They think, they think you have, like, how many people have been shot, and the cop was like, I, think, I thought that was a gun, and it like, turned out it was, a, it was a lighter or something. <laughs> it's like, I was taking an avocado out of my pocket, and the cop just shot me. I mean, so if you're going to run around with, like, gun-like equipment as in a paintball gun you are complete you are completely putting your your life at risk uh, you could totally get shot by a cop who thinks that might be a real gun this is the this is crazy shit here crazy i don't know what's going on there but if anyone lives in detroit please call in and tell me tell me what you think of this and tell me what's happening i want to report right from the sidelines please report into weird af news the universe is an egg and the moon isn't real these are notes from a flat earth conference Michael Marshall attended the UK's annual gathering of people who share the belief that the Earth is flat. There was a three-hour presentation which contended that the universe is a giant egg. There was, <laughs> there was a Manchester musician who posited that the Earth is the shape of a diamond, and another who believes that the moon is a projection. And as long as all of us are going to tolerate the opinions of idiots in our culture, this shit's going to keep going on. <laughs> Relativism, guys. Relativism. And if you haven't heard Terrence McKenna talk about relativism, you need to, because it's an amazing speech about relativism, about how flat earth theories uh, shouldn't be standing on the same pedestal as uh, sheer science. And it is at this point, because they have a voice and people are like, no, you must respect them. No, you don't have to respect these morons. You do not have to respect their opinion. Okay? All opinions are not equal. You understand? <laughs> All voices are not equal. These guys are idiots and they're spreading debauchery in the form of bad brainwaves to all of us. That makes no sense. Welcome to the Flat Earth UK convention, a raucous departure from scientific norms where people, people are free to believe literally anything. Anything! Oh, God. When people ask me what I believe, I can't say that I believe in anything 100%, Gary John tells the audience during his opening address. Apart from that... We don't even live on a globe. <laughs> Whoa. News to me there, Gary John. We don't live on a globe. What are you smoking? I'll have two. That unshakable belief is one of the few points of total agreement for the 200-strong audience at this week's gathering. 200 people went to this. My God. 200 straight-up morons gave money to go to this? You've got to be kidding me. There is less consensus, however, on what form the Earth actual take, actually takes. Some believe it to be... No, no, no. There's not a less consensus, okay? There isn't. There is a consensus on <laughs> what shape the Earth is, all right? These idiots are denying the consensus. They're deniers. Some believe it to be a disk with the Arctic Circle in the middle. Some believe that circle is under a dome, above which there may or may not be an expanse of water. Others, others believe the Earth is just one in a series of ponds in a vast expanse of ice. And others still believe the Earth exists beneath four cosmic rings within a giant egg-shaped universe. Oh, I see what you're saying, article. You're saying there isn't a consensus on what the flat earthers believe the Earth is. Yeah, well, you can't expect consensus by a bunch of people who are just... <laughs> 
I, have, I, I got my mind made up. Don't confuse me with facts. I mean, this is the kind of crowd you're dealing with here. Most do not believe in space. Wow, how do you not believe in space? That's just, hmm. None believe mankind has ever traveled there. <laughs> oh, so sad. One speaker, a musician named Darren Nesbitt. Well, here's the problem. He's a goddamn musician and not a scientist. Okay, what do you, you let a musician get up on the mic? Not a scientist. And here to talk about the universe is, um, uh, this guy's a tambourine player. So uh, go ahead, take it away, Darren. <laughs> well, Darren dismisses the circular model of the Earth entirely, correctly critiquing that the sun would have to travel faster in the south to make it around the outer edge of the circle, which does not match our observations. You can't just trust YouTube, he says to the audience. You have to be your own authority. Mm, yes, you sure do, Mr. Tambourine Man. <laughs> The Earth, according to Mr. Nesbitt, is more likely a diamond-shaped with, <laughs> with east-west travel facilitated by 4D space-time warps along the edges, allowing for a Pac-Man version of reality, where a traveler... Oh, hello, helicopters! What the... F Sorry, guys, this is just how it is. These helicopters are traveling around our round globe as we speak. Let me skip what this guy's saying, because he's a moron. To their credit, there are members of the Flat Earth community who are determined to disprove the globe model through scientific experiments. Some used high-powered lasers over bodies of water to try to attempt to observe any curvature. Others creating complex 3D models to explain the movements of the sun and stars. Others using paper mache products that they get from their third-grade class. <laughs> They certainly have the brains of third graders, that's for sure. <laughs> oh, man. Almost all of the speakers came to the flat earth within the last five years. Nesbitt, quote, came out as a flat earther in 2015. <laughs> wow, they, this is what you do. You came out. This is like a, this is a sketch right here waiting to happen where a guy comes out to his family as a flat earther. Guys, um, the earth is not round. <gasps> oh, Jimmy! I thought you were like the other kids. No, Mom, no. I've been, I've been closeted as a flat earther my entire life. Even as a child, I didn't believe what the science teacher told me, and I, kn I knew there was something else. And I just want to let you know that I am a flat earther, guys, and I just hope you'll love me for me. <laughs> I'm just taking this reading to a whole new level here, guys. I'm sorry. This is, this is just insanity. Insanity!